experience the ripple effect. This is the Empowering Youth Podcast from Building Utah Youth. A nonprofit organization established in 2007 to provide powerful leadership training to the youth of our communities. And now, here's your host, by board member, co-owner of Rapport International and certified trainer, Brett Johnston. Hello and welcome back to the Empowering Youth Podcast. I'm Brett Johnston. I'm Jeff Catano. I'm JJ Chinowski. And we have Mesa Whitaker with us here. Hello. But tonight we have a very special podcast, special episode, because tonight is the JJ Big Show. Boy, is this going to be fun. You guys are in for a treat. This is why it's so important, such a big show, because of any of us in this room, JJ is the one that like sat down and thought about it, you know, wrote down some notes. He probably studied. I feel yeah, like you know, we need a big musical intro. For it, this exactly. One. I think, you know, I'm about pumping up your life and getting in the right state. So maybe you can all stand up and we can uh, dance for a minute. Um, we got the video like going. A little Marky Mark, yes, good vibrations. Exactly. Yeah, I'm all about getting in the right uh, beautiful state. Well, we have so. to acknowledge the fact that Preston and Zen are with us. Here yes, Preston now. and Zen, welcome to the house. So, no, thanks everybody for being here. I'm going to jump right in. Um, and get this thing rolling. I like to start with the finish because since it's my podcast, I don't want to start at the beginning. I want to start at the finish. See what I mean, so mm-hmm. if I could just say this to the audience, I want to provide value today. And I think it's important if you're listening, get a notepad, get a pen, because if there's things in life that I've learned as you're around successful people, you need to write them down so you can come back and review them so you don't make the same mistakes, but you also improve your life. So let me start with the finish in mind. What my motto is today, and this is really where I am heading um, for the years to come. I want to improve every single day to the best of my ability. And that means in skill set, That means in my physical body, that means in my leadership skills, and much more. But I also want to be in proximity of epic leaders. And the group that I'm in right now, and being a part of building Utah youth, I'm surrounded by that. So I am living the way that I imagined There's a lot of other things that have happened in just this last year that are total miracles, and we'll we'll jump into that. But my mindset every single day, and and Brett, when we get into the point, I want you to talk to me about my habits because I truly believe everybody's listening. You cannot impact your friends, your family, the environment, the seasons. You can't stop the night from coming. You can't stop the day from coming but you can impact yourself. You can change your mind, your body, and your spirit. That's the only thing you have control of. And if I was going to say one thing you remember, you are in control of you. The decisions, not the conditions out there in the environment or the government or anything else, you have 100% control. So if you can grasp that simple statement, you can do anything in this life, but you got to change you. And that's what I'm discovering even more. I'm 54 in August, but I've grown so much in this, seriously, this last 12 months. I realize how important friends are and, and 
and obviously my family, and I do put them first, I didn't in the past. And it's amazing where my life's at. Mindset, baked, primed every single day. And I do owe a lot to Brett that's sitting here today. And we'll talk about 75 hard. We'll talk about a book I'm reading fast this way and the disciplines of fasting and why we've done, we do that. And it's not some new trend. It's been around for 6,000 years. So get over anybody saying, well, I can't do that. Well, that's your mindset. Shut up and do it. You know, so let's start. Go ahead, bro. I can't wait to start. Yeah, that, that's that's JJ. Just everybody want a little taste of JJ. No, I when I, as I was thinking about sitting here with you today, I could not help but think of the first time you pulled up in front of my home in Far West, and in, in, in between Nate Nate and I's homes, and and you had that ginormous boat. Yes. And it was like, check out my new boat. <laughs> and this isn't the only boat JJ has ever yeah. owned, but this was, this was the, this was a big boat and JJ is not a giant guy, but he is a giant man, like a giant in energy, giant in enthusiasm, giant in presence, all those different things. Um, giant heart, which is why we're sitting here is really but I just remember that day and, and, and Brendan was really, really young then. I mean, that was, that was over 20 yeah. years ago. It was probably, you know, yeah, it was, it was long ago and just watching through the years, there's always been some very common themes in you and that are fundamentally who you are. Um, but we talked about this in a podcast in the back that or before that, you know, you're not, you've never been somebody that, you know, you got focused on something and you would hard charge at it a hundred percent. No one getting in your way, not even Heather, no one getting in the way of you and that goal. And then you'll get there. And then it's, it's only a matter of time when JJ goes, yep, that's not for me anymore. Moving on. <laughs> and, so true. And, and when I think about where you started with this, I wrote down purpose because you know, we talk about purpose a lot now in at rapport and purpose being our why, our reason for being, um, you know, what makes us jump out of bed every morning and get excited and, and pumped up and enthusiastic and passionate about going, doing, you know, moving, you know, and, and that's work and all the other things. And then underneath that, we talk about the values. And that's one of the common themes that I'm talking about where you've always had these common themes that make you who you are. Those are your values. And then you, you talked about habits a minute ago and I was like, the habits are what you create to live that purpose. And those are the things that you've constantly tweaked and changed and adjusted. And it doesn't mean you've ever pulled back from them. It's just, you've went after them so hard, those habits, so disciplined and then getting there going, okay, I've, I've done this, did that check. And what's next and new for me to, again, continue to shift to live that purpose, which is where you've made all those changes and, and things in your life. But I mean, that was 20 years ago Yeah, that I, I really remember that memory of seeing you out on the street. Well, and, you know, to stay on that for a minute, I, I, I do a lot of study of very successful people that I've never met. So I spent a lot of time in Tony Robbins head, listened to his speeches. And then I realized Tony Robbins was coached by a guy named Jim Rohn. Then I spent a lot of time with Jim Rohn. And then I realized Jim Rohn was uh, coached by another guy. 
he only got to spend about five years with and then passed away. I, I don't remember his name, but my point is, and everybody listening today and everybody in this room, you become successful by surrounding yourself once again in proximity of people that are uber successful. And I'm not talking money. I'm talking about mindset and being happy and living with purpose. You want to be happy. And Tony Robbins says this, and I believe it 100%. And progress equals happiness. If you're progressing in life and you're doing better, and what does that mean? If I was married um, to Mesa, it's texting every day and saying, I love you. It's action. Love is action. And that's what I do to Heather every single day. It's, it's not just, you know, a word it's actually physically doing something for somebody. And it doesn't have to be your wife. If you love somebody at your work, it's doing something like that. Um, but going back to what Brett was talking about, one thing that I, I constantly think about in my life and the way I used to live, and I did a lot of shoulds. I'm going to, sh- I think I'm going to should do this, or I should have done this and I should all over myself. And then I realized the most important word recently in my life. And I was just talking to one of the inside reps that I work with. This is an effing must. We are going to do this. We're going to burn the boats and we're going to take the island. And I think people just go, go through life and they dabble. They don't master sh- stuff. Yeah, they, they don't fully commit. Yes. They don't burn the boats. They don't burn the boats. And at the end of the day, you really want to have a successful life. You got to burn the boats and get on the island and take it. This is not philosophy. This is your life. Well, and, and to add to that, sometimes it might not be as quick of a process. When you say burn the boats, that sounds, that sounds fast. When I think of your, your, I mean, it could be fast. It might not be fast, but when I think of your evolution, I mean, I think I know you 14, 15 years. Yes. Um, and you've told me stories back prior to that, that were really, really interesting about the kind of person that you were and how far you've come to now. Talk a little bit about that because that's been a transformation that's gone on years and years. Yeah. And, and I, I think with that, Jeff, let me go back even a little bit further, right? I'll go all the way back. Um, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but he's the, had a lot of burning the boats. Yeah. A lot of burning the boats. Um, I moved out to Utah when I was eight years old from Ohio. My dad was a purchasing agent in his entire life. He, he was a man of study and always improving so that I, I, I look up to that man today and I'm very proud that he was my dad. Um, always learning, always taking me to seminars and things like that. But even when things hit the fan and things were tough for him, he always found a way to move forward. I didn't have, I didn't have rapport. I didn't have building Utah youth, but that man with action showed me how to keep moving forward. And he, he always had a smile on his face and his work ethic was seven days a week. I remember waking up at, I couldn't have been seven years old when there used to be cartoons on Saturday morning. I'm like, dad, come watch cartoons with me. He's like, nope, heading to the apartment's got to work. And I'm like, dad, it's Saturday. And he's like, nope, got to go to work. And just watching that and parents, as you're listening today, and this is a very big key, your kids are watching. Even if you don't think they're listening, they're watching you. And that was, I was going down the wrong road and I'm going to fast forward into junior high and high school. Absolutely going down the wrong road, drinking, not doing the right things that I should be, disrespecting people, my own parents, 
But then I kept on looking over at them and I realized they didn't have any drama and it continued and I had more drama, but I kept looking at mom and dad and they didn't have any. Your kids are watching you and I watch my parents and I wish I would have got there sooner. Every year I grow up a little bit more. I realize I told you what, you know, part of my values are when we first started this podcast. I just want to improve every day and I truly want to be around epic people and I'm married to the most epic person. I'm going to cry. Um, She makes me better. Um, And my daughter makes me better. My son-in-law, Eric, makes me better. My grandkids make me really amazing person. And I find out what the purpose is, uh, Brett. And I I think uh, you go through life and you go through some really hard things, but it changes you. I'm going through some things right now. It doesn't matter if I share it on this podcast. But the thing that I look at is who am I going to become as I go through this process, it's going to be extremely hard at work. I'm not going to get bitter. I'm going to get better because of my mind, my attitude and effort. I'm going to find a way to win. And the way to win in my eyes and the way I look at life is I got to continue to do what I just said, continue to learn and continue to hang out with people that are better than me. And that's what's And burn the boats. And burn the boats. (laughs) Last year, I won the most improved for Metal West, which is uh, outside sales for the whole freaking company. They flew me to Nassau, all-inclusive, paid for. And it it didn't suck. It didn't suck. But that, honestly, it's, it's not even about the money or anything like that. It's just, it's nice to be recognized, but I changed. And I, you know, that... When you get a new job, don't ask, how much does it pay? Who am I going to become here? And I do look at that every single day. Am I becoming a negative person or am I being kind to myself first and to the people I work with? And I think that people forget that. I think that that's something to cap, you know, stop for a moment and talk about JJ because the generations like our kids today, and I'm going to look at Mesa for just a minute, they get that already. They do already, they already understand that you're talking about figuring that out right now at 54 years old. This is the difference in the, in the generational gap that we're talking about generational gap where parents go, I really don't understand what my kids are thinking. And, you know, they really don't have a lot of respect for, you know, what it takes to grow and learn and do these things. And, and, you know, they're lazy and they're entitled and all these things. But if you really stop and, and you undo what they're focused on and the questions that they ask themselves, that's what it is. That's the difference. They already get those things. And I, and I firmly believe that those things have been passed down by, by us as parents to some degree. But it's also just in, in life. They, they understand that life is so much more than you know, how hard we're going to work and what kind of money we're going to make and, you know, where we're going to live and provide and all these things that is secondary to their life and their lifestyle. Would you agree, Mesa? Absolutely. And you think JJ, you know, you say, I, I keep becoming better. You're meeting a higher level of yourself. And in doing so, you've raised a daughter that's extremely, you know, she knows who she is. She's very proud of that. And that comes right into she's watching what decisions you've been making, like you said. And Brett made a great point is you're okay with 
being someone and learning and saying, you know, that's not me. And that's not who I am. And finding what, where that aligns, right? Aligns with your values. Mm-hmm. If teens can sit and think, okay, what do I really value? And where, where is this showing up? And you know, hey, maybe this isn't for me anymore and that's okay. I'm going to take this energy and this drive that I have and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to adjust mm-hmm. accordingly and I'm going to take it this way. And we've seen that with you and how, you know, you're very, very successful, but you make a difference in every person's life that you meet. And that's, what's really the greatest thing about you. And he's like a fireman. You oh, know what absolutely. I mean? He's like a fireman. He, but he's the or fireman that start, boats. he starts the fire, right? <laughs> he starts the blaze so that he can run into Burn the blaze the and bathe in it. And then when the blaze is out, it's like, okay, it's not hot enough in here for me anymore. I'm going to move on and, and, and start a new fire. I need something else to burn. But that, that's the way I see it. Yeah. I had a great insight. I guarantee you Heather right now would be yeah. rolling hearing this. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's lived through all of it. <laughs> well, she calls me uh, high maintenance sometimes because I got to have certain type of coffee every day. And I've got some habits that maybe are not the best, but I drink a lot of coffee and I shake about two o'clock until I get more. But, you know, that there's my vice right there. I love coffee. And I kind of like Starbucks, like, Mavericks, oh, yeah, 7-Eleven. Yeah. I'd drink it all. It the Brazilian matter. bold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got it. But so let's back yeah. up to let's back up to you and you and Heather early yeah. on. Um, you know, we heard about childhood a little bit. Yeah. So um, I got to throw mom in there. Mom, my mom's still alive, eighty two years old. I talk to her every single day. Absolutely love her. She brought the energy in my life and who I am today. Um, would do anything for that lady. Um, love her to death. She's still a kid at 82, still acts like a kid. And I'm That's glad to be it from. Yes. And I, I, I can't not go through this podcast and also include my brother, my sister, um, all my family and all my family at, on the board at building Utah youth and all my friends that I deal with and all my friends at work, you know, um, just have taught me a lot. But going back to your question, Brett, you know, let's talk about Heather. We first got married. God, it was 27 years ago. And um, I was in the steel business, which I'm still in today. Um, we lived in an apartment. Now we own that apartment and that building uh, where we started out working six, seven days a week. Kind of, you know, if you followed the story, my dad taught me work ethic and I just thought that's the way life goes. You work five days a week and then on the weekend you work at your apartment or your second job because that's the only way to get ahead. And that's the way it was instilled in me. And it works. Yes, it does work. The best place to go when you're broke is to a job, ladies and gentlemen, that Dave Ramsey, but a lot of truth there. Um, but you know, if you live today, like no one else tomorrow, you get to live and give like no one else. So don't forget that either, because my life is a direct reflection. And we'll talk about that too, of Dave Ramsey and Robert Kiyosaki. I've never met those gentlemen, but I owe a lot of my life and where I sit today because of those two men. And I'm very grateful. And you listening today, you can definitely change your life by reading a book and we can talk about some of the books that I've read and this group is can jump in too. But going back to Heather, um, had a great marriage. Um, first couple of years, uh, we decided to move to Seattle. My daughter was born in Seattle. Just, uh, we lived just outside of Renton in Kent. And I, I worked up there for about a year and then we moved back to Utah. 
Um, we did or she did? Oh, we did. This is when you used to order full Domino's pizzas and uh, wipe no, them out. No, it was, what's the one that you have to bake yourself? The <laughs> Papa Murphy's and the white sauce. Oh, I gained so much weight. Here it goes back to discipline. This is a great story. <laughs> so I was on a cruise with a customer. I'm back from Seattle now. We're on a cruise and I'm sitting out on the deck and the customer comes up to me and says, boy, I've never seen you with a gut. And then about a week later, my daughter, I had my shirt off in, in the kitchen and she goes, dad, you have man boobs. And I'm like, what? Right there, a must came in my life. And I would been watching P90X. I'm sure some of you guys remember that. But I immediately was like, nobody's it, it's old enough. It was on VHS. Yeah, probably like that <laughs> eight track or yeah. something like that. But yeah, I did P90X for about 10 years. I lost 40 pounds in the first month that I started it. Um, but it really started something. And I, I think as I look at my life and what I can share and add value to everyone here and that's listening, discipline is a huge key to your life. You really want to change, find things that are uncomfortable. And before we get into building Utah youth or rapport, that's what that's all about is continuing to learn, continually push yourself to get uncomfortable. And that's what P90X was. It was just a way to get uncomfortable. And I had to follow a program. I had to follow a fitness routine, but I, it progress equals happiness again, ladies and gentlemen. And I saw that there was progress. So I continued down that, that path. You fast forward a little bit, you know, we, Brendan uh, and myself and Heather, we moved back from Seattle. We're living in Utah. Um, Heather and Brendan actually lived in Utah for about seven months. I commuted every two weeks coming back from Seattle um, because I made a commitment because in my head, I told the president of this company that I would stick it out a year and I did, but I lost the first year of my daughter's life because of my ego. Instead of saying, burn the boat, get off, they can take me or leave me. I thought I made a commitment. So I, there's part of the insight to JJ when I do something like Brett said, I'm all in, it's a must. Um, but I made my commitment. I have no regrets. It, you know, once again, it changed me to who I am today, but we get back and we're, you know, we're going through life just like any parent. It's hard to juggle, you know, the work day, everything at home, spending time with your kids but I learned something with P90X and that was the discipline part. So I was sitting with um, my neighbor at that time was Ron Peterson. Tim Gladwell was over there. There was a group of guys that we just all hung out every single weekend. They all love P90X. And they, yeah. And, and so they start telling me about this class in Vegas. Then you get onto a bus and you go to Alamo and JJ, this is right up your alley. And I, First thing I say, Brett, you didn't know this, but I said this, I said, so can I bring my little DVD player and do P90X every morning? And all Tim and, and Ron were like, oh yeah, no Absolutely problem at all. No yeah, problem. bring your golf yeah. clubs yeah. or, you know, whatever you want. We'll pack you a cooler. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it took three years, by the way, to get Ron to actually say, JJ, will you commit? So I, I did. After three years, I committed. So it was on Ron taking three years. No, it, oh, it really was just me. sounded like that's yeah. what that just sounded like. Ron kept on saying, finally, he said, you go, I'll pay for it. And I'm like, no, you're not going to pay for I, it. I, that, that sounds exactly yeah. what, like what happened. Yeah. Ron, Ron finally said he was going to pay for it because JJ in his focused state of mind, there's no way JJ was going to go at that time. 
Yeah, sure. I'll write a check for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it was, I had other goals that were must. And at that time I discovered Dave Ramsey. So I was paying off my house. My wife didn't know that I was spending 1500 bucks a month extra that we, she didn't know we had, I was thrown at the house. And at age 37, I paid off my house for the first time. I paid it off twice since then. But anyways, we, uh, I get this great opportunity to go to LB one leadership breakthrough one. You fly into Vegas um, and then you go to the, at that time, they, their, uh, corporate office was right there by the airport. And I get in there. I don't remember the president of rapport at that time, but she said by a raise of hands, how many people uh, are expecting an agenda and everybody raised their hand. And they said, how many people by a raise of hands are uncomfortable and everybody raised their hands. And she said, we've accomplished goal. Number one, we got you uncomfortable. And the way to find growth and to change your life, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. And I remember that speech. And then the trainer came in and sounded like a Marine soldier that just came out of the Nile River. And I was just, I mean, it was shock and awe, ladies and gentlemen, when it happened. And I mean, at that time, I I don't know, I was 38 years old or I don't even remember. So I, I get get on this bus and I drive all the way up to Alamo, Nevada. And it, amazing, I, I amazing food, amazing group that I was with. I had notes from Tim and Ron Peterson and all the people that have been before. So they give me all these notes to, you know, get to know my teammates. And I'm like, okay, I'll get to know everybody's name. But I get there and get this. I, I get into the class and there's horseshoe of chairs. I'm like this is kind of odd. But then comes, walks through the door, is Brett Johnston. And I turn and I'm like, hey, Brett, how's it going? He doesn't even look at me and walks right past me. He is what is called on team at that time. He's not a trainer. He doesn't even own rapport or any of this. And I'm like, oh, that must not have been Brett. And I'm like, whatever. So I start the class. And I don't want to go too far into this because I don't want to share more than I want to. I want everybody to experience it from their self, their own mind. But after the class, here's what I got. Here, here is the golden nugget out of LB1. And there's three classes to become a master grad. And I am a master grad. But it was probably 12 or 13 years ago. I can still feel it today. Two things that came. There is a chant at 1130 at night. You're standing in a circle. Imagine standing with your family or friends and you got your hands on their shoulders and you chant this. I am strong. I am powerful. I will overcome. I am a leader. And then they do it three times more, but it's louder. And the group gets together and they become louder. I was bawling like a two-year-old because what I learned in that moment, everything I need is within me. And that's what I'm telling all of you here. I think we forget we're, we're searching for that perfect whatever. You've already got it. And everything that I've shared, I haven't lived my whole life, but a book, you don't have to meet the people. Just follow people that are doing it right. The, and, and you can be there. You can be whatever you want to be, but be you first. You know, a lot of it I wanted to copy. I want to do that, but that's not fulfillment. Success and fulfillment are totally different things. Success is getting what you want. Fulfillment is living the life you're meant 
to be like what Brett was talking about with purpose, giving back. I'm going to jump now. I got onto building Utah U's board. I found purpose there. We, none of us get paid for this, but we can see the impact and what we believe. No, I'll, I'll, I'll re-say that. What we know, we don't believe this. We know it. When we affect one child, it ripples to not only their family, but their friends, their friends' friends. And they're like, what's going on with Brett? What's going on with Mesa? Her attitude, her mind set is different. She doesn't use a word called T-R-Y anymore. Why? And ladies and gentlemen, when you can control what you put in your brain and what, and everybody in this room is doing this right now and people listening, what you're focused on, if you can just change your focus to improving instead of saying, oh, she did this to me, or I don't have enough money, or I don't have this. What are you doing to improve yourself? And that's how I live. I still, I'm human. I still make mistakes. I still screw up and I wake up and say it's a new day, but I got to keep saying it. Prime your brain every single day. And we'll talk about my habits, but those are the things that have really just rocketed in the last 12 months. You know, I think, I think back to that day when you were in Alamo and how it was a turning point for sure. But then there was, there was that moment of really starting to get even more focused on your family getting even more focused on, you know, getting debt free, um, growing that business for your family to make sure that you were creating this lifestyle where you could live like most couldn't at, at some point. That's the focus. And you talk about discipline, but it's also about having the focus on the outcome you want because you have to be focused on something and then disciplined to get there. And that is definitely one of your greatest strengths, by far, uh, uh, to almost the point where if you ask anyone that knows JJ, they'll go, yeah, that's, that's JJ. Cause everything is so focused so, and so disciplined and, and it's not, and you don't do it in a boring way. It's just like, well, no, it's like, no, cause this is what I'm doing. And I mean, you inspire through, this is what I'm doing. And I'm not saying you have to be doing this, but, but I said my favorite part is you do it. And then if you don't like the way it tastes, sounds or smells, feels you, you just turn around, and walk back out the door. That's so true. Yeah. I yeah, got this. No big deal. Let's move on. But not before you've given what you consider to be the full effort of it. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. Heart, yeah. body and soul. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, you, you hear of people that, hit a goal, but they're still not happy. They're not fulfilled. And I'm not saying you have to do what I've done and, and join the building Utah youth board or, but give back one way or another. I don't tell people how to, you know, what religion they need to be or anything like that. But I do believe it needs to lead into growing and giving whatever you do, live it, but it needs to lead into growing and giving. And because 99% of this planet is not selfish and I'll prove it. If something good happens in your life, Mesa, and it's massive, what do you do? Share it. You share it because you want to tell others that they can also do this. And I believe in, in them. And I think the more you progress and the more you grow and give, and that's what building Utah use all about. So let's back up. So I finished that class and I get on to build uh, the board and Hud Hayes, 
is one of the, we had a retra- we had a recharge. And by the way, we have a recharge coming up for Building Utah Youth on May 6th at 3 o'clock. If you want to register, go to Building Utah Youth on Facebook or buildingutahyouth.org and you can reach out there and you can, you'll know more on that. But anyways, um, <laughs> they're all laughing at me. We're only uh, laughing because you have to edit the whole thing out yeah, of the podcast exactly. because it'll be coming out after the, yeah, I know <laughs> it won't even be, be on here. So it'll, be fun. it'll, it'll be already fun be edit. over it with. Ad in the yeah, middle of the it was an ad. In the, there'll be one in the fall. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> there'll be a, ad in the, there'll be a that recharge is, in the fall. That is yeah. so true. But so then it was like two or three years later, I had the opportunity and um, to go to LB2, Leadership Breakthrough 2. Um, what an amazing class. Um, wish I would have brought Heather. And Somebody bro- told you to bring Heather. And yeah, you, it was you. And it's JJ. That's yeah, like, it's not in the I'm budget. Going. It's yeah, not it's, in my budget. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And there's some more insight. I don't spend unless I have it. I pay cash. But that's just who I am. And But- Let's stop there for a sec. I, not to jump too far, but you really want to change your life or I want to change my life. I've got to change the story in my head. Those beliefs. And we talked about it on Brendan's podcast about the elephant that takes the rope around their neck when they're a baby and they tie a stake to it and stake it in the ground. But 20 years later, this elephant is about 10 tons. So 20,000 pounds, it could rip the stake out. But because of the story they had in their head, that they don't even want to pull it out. So you noticed I didn't use the word T-R-Y. Um, and you got to look, I got to look in my life constantly. And Brett, you just brought up something, you know, that what, what things am I holding on to that's holding me back that I can get there quicker if I didn't have these sh- beliefs. You but, know? but really it's, 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 it's irresponsible to go back and say, I'm going to change. I would have changed that because if you changed it, you wouldn't have the strong belief you have now because you have that taste in your mouth of doing this or doing that and stopping to recognize and having that self-awareness that I don't like that. I don't. And and you still pack it around. And it was one of those really stupid things that that you did. Okay. And you had feedback for it before yet you still did it. But, but now you look at it and go, yep, not making that mistake again. I don't even, I don't know what it's going to be, but the next time something shows up, Mm -hmm. it's now going to be JJ going, wait a minute. Okay. Now what am I going to do? Yeah. Well, and and it goes right into correct and continue. And that's the way I look at my life. I got to continue, continually correct and continue. You do it so fast though. Yes. And you're also, you're also quick at letting go. Yes. And, and let's jump right into the habits with that statement right there. And ladies and gentlemen, the process of meditation is the practice of letting go. That is the whole reason you meditate. And the more you can let go of those negative thoughts in your head, I promise you, you'll, you'll come to, you'll find calm, you'll find clarity, you'll become more aware, you get to create your life even more. And why? Because you've freaking deserve it. This is something that you have been on a, a vicious journey for the last year. Yes. And so, a big piece of it. So I, I think it's important uh, to dig in and share with the audience how you started it and then how it's evolved because it's, you know, it, breath work, uh, meditation, they, they tie together very, very well, right? They, they're, they, they're cohesive. 
but share how you started, why you started and how it's evolved for you and where you're at now, like your routine and your habit behind it or with it. I got to start with the group that's sitting here today and that's how it started. I, I can't emphasize more that I hope everybody's taking notes on this. I want to improve and I want to hang out with epic people that are successful. And I start with that again to Brett's question. And the only reason I went down the path of meditation is building Utah youth brought in a gentleman called Colton Lindsay and he did breath work for us. And I actually hired him as a coach um, for one year. That's it. Um, And it ends, I think in a couple of weeks, but he taught me a lot about breath work, meditation, and different techniques. And there's so many out there. I, I challenge everybody in this room and every, and, and myself to continuously learn about meditation because it is the practice of letting go. It is the practice of clarity and awareness and breakthroughs that you, you can't even imagine. And on top of that, I highly encourage everyone listening to study fasting Um, It goes right along with meditation and with breath work. And um, I've discovered that two months ago. And it's one of those uncomfortable things that you go through, but it does get easier and it's not starving yourself, I promise. But every single day, to answer your question, Brett, and one of my habits, just one of them, every single day, I do a minimum of five minutes of breath work. Um, and you can YouTube anything. It's not something you have to pay for. Have it doesn't, amazing apps. Oh yeah. You, yeah. Amazing apps. But you know, once again, the, the most important part of this is the practice of letting go. And there's a lot of things and I'll, and I don't know if everybody in this room, and I'm sure there's a lot of people listening, but my worst critic is in my head. And that's the person that beats me up the most and still does to this day. Like, Hey, you effed up 20 years ago. There's things that come up every single freaking day that I just go, shut up, you know, move on, fix it, admit it, move on. Life's a party. Come on, let's go. And that's something that I work on and I'll stay on the the habits. The other thing that I do right when I wake up, I read for 30 minutes a day. And I learned that because Brett one day started to do 75 hard and that was part of it, 10 pages a day. But I read for a half hour. I journal for about 40 minutes. I do meditation five to 20 minutes a day. I exercise for an hour. That's how I start my day. Some days I wake up at two. Some days I wake up at four. And that's how I start Because when my you day. wake up, you're awake. Yes. It's go time. It's go time. Yeah. And it's extreme go time. And uh, the way I live my life, uh, Mackenzie texted me. Um, she's the director of Building Utah Youth yesterday. And she goes, do you have a minute to call or talk today? And I'm like, no, I'm available next Monday. And that was my answer. I said, I'm good unless you got something hot. But I really challenge myself, you know, unless it's extremely important and they, somebody needs me, my days are planned. And every, and the most important part is when I finish my day that I give it all to my wife. I give it all to my grandkids. That is the most important meeting of the day. When do you plan? So I, I plan every single day, but on Sundays I do an, um, an outline a, for the week for an outline for the week. And then at the end of the month, I do the next 90 days. And I ask myself, how do I want to feel the next 90 days? What, do, what, what outcomes do I want? What, 
successes in business and how do I want to treat myself? How do I want to treat others? And then I recap and do an after action review. Did I fail? Did I hit 80%? Did I hit 50%? And I'm constantly in my head, how did I do with that conversation? Just like with McKenzie that I had yesterday, I just shared. Not probably the best conversation. It was nice, but I should have said, I can talk anytime. What's more important than giving of my own time to somebody that's giving to building Utah youth? But that's real. You know, you got pressures from your day job. You got things going on. Well, it became in, in your a, work. It, but it's really became a habit. Yeah. So it's, be, it's, it's became a structured habit for you over the last year, something that you've worked to creating. So it was a natural instinct in the way you responded. Now you're having some, you know, second thoughts about it, but that's not going to stop. No. It's how much more productive are you because you compartmentalize, you know, days for things and time for things and it's mapped out. So I'll, I'll take it a step further. So, you know, and I think I learned this from somebody, I don't even know what book I read, but if you come to my, my desk today in my office, or you come to metal West, that's where I work. That's my day job. And you asked anybody, how much does JJ make per hour? They will tell you $182,347 an hour. That's exactly what I make because that's what I truly believe in my head that my time is worth. I also have a check on my desk that says $347 million. That's one year's worth of my time. And I do that because am I putting that value out there every single day on not just making the money, but how I interact with people. Am I giving my wife a $187,000 or $184,000 an hour conversation? And that's important to me. And that's, that's how I live. And I want to make sure I provide value to every person I meet. Um, I call on a lot of customers every single day, owners, and everybody's struggling. And, and you know, Jeff and I were talking before the podcast and we were just talking about, you know, what he's going through, what I'm going through. Everybody's going through something. Some things higher, some things lower, but by perceived or even better than your eyesight, the insight that you have, even though it's, hey, I wrecked my car and I'm fine. That's bigger than somebody that may have lost a sibling or a mother or a dad based on their own experiences. And I hope everybody follows with me on that. Everybody perceives things differently. In other words, be kind to everyone you meet. And sometimes I fall short of that, you know, but I, I give myself grace and I do the best that I can every single day. I didn't you want know. to say anything, but yeah. Mackenzie was really upset about that. He called me after. I was like, what is up yeah, with JJ? Exactly. Yeah, I shut her down. I, I shut her JJ down. JJ has ever been mean Just to kidding. anyone. Yeah. His JK. I'll show you the text after this podcast. It really wasn't that mean. So, But let, let's move forward. Yeah, talking uh, talking about the breath work and moving on from meditation. Um, you know, I've, I've always told people, just just start with, you know, it. it's always been easiest for me to do it first thing in my day before anything else is in my mind. And I set the stage for my day based on that breathing in the morning. And it's really about letting go of anything that was before today, you know, being grace, gracious and grateful to be able to be here today and then getting focused on the outcomes that I want for myself that day. And it's just being at peace in that moment in time and focusing on my 
you know, my inner being and my inner child to some degree and the excitement and the energy to do something because it's usually at the wee hours of the morning. And then coupling that with love coffee and, but um, the, the reading and the journaling and, and all that planning and mapping, it's just habit. And, and habits do define who you are. Um, so let's talk about some more habits. So uh, having fun. I, I love to mountain bike. That is not just a habit. It's, it's who I am. I love to mountain bike. I've got a good friend, Dan Kemp, um, a great guy. I'm lucky to be surrounded, you know, with him and his family. Um, just amazing. But he got me into hiking. So last year we did rim to rim. We did um, 29 miles, 10,800 10, feet, all in one day, ele- elevation decline and incline, started at 38 degrees, ended at 108 degrees, did it all in one day. Freaking amazing day. We're doing it again on June 9th. So he just was like, hey, we're going to do rim to rim again. I'm like, okay, I'm in. And then he goes, hey, we're going to do Mount Whitney, the tallest mountain in the northern continental United States. I'm like, okay, I'm in. I, that sounds uncomfortable. There's a theme here. I want to get uncomfortable. Then he said, hey, we're going to do uh, Mount Rainier. I said, hold on. I think you need ice climbing stuff and I don't want to die. So we, we didn't put that on the docket, but that was one that he Yet. did bring up just so you know, <laughs> but I love him to death. He's just, he's, he is my best friend. He's just, it goes back to surrounding yourself with good people that push you to be uncomfortable. And that man pushes me to be uncomfortable and I freaking love it. And he's always up for an experience or a hike or a challenge and just, yeah, it's fun. I think we, we feed off of each other. So like yeah, you dive great. into some of your financial habits and, and, and don't spend a lot of time there cause it's yeah. not very important, but no, I'll, not it at has all. been a big part of what's created, you know, the, the, the ferociousness behind, you know, the way you show up in other. So it's, 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 there's a direct correlation is what I'm getting at between the, you know, discipline you've had financially and now the discipline you have in, in all these other areas. Yeah. I, I think that's been instilled in me. I'll go all the way back to my dad real briefly. My dad worried about money. Um, you know, always said that's low on the priority list. And so in my mind as a very young child, I was like, I want to be rich. And then I realized I don't want to be rich. That's a Bugatti and, you know, a big house. Neither one's going to make me any money. Then I discovered um, Dave Ramsey and there, and a lot of people were like, well, that's not the only, you know, checklist to get, get ahead in life. And then, then I discovered rich dad, poor dad. So I started buying apartments like my dad, but then I believed in what Dave Ramsey taught. So I long story short, took me 25 years, paid off my house twice, twice, paid off my duplex twice, paid off my fourplex once. I have no consumer debt, no car debt, no house debt, nothing. Fully, fully funded emergency fund. Um, I've got a, a fund saving for a house in St. George right now that we're doing. And I don't say that. I say that very humbly because ladies and gentlemen, I was surrounded with some amazing people and customers I called on from Middle West that taught me what to do with money. Because I, you guys can follow everything I do, but if you don't follow it to a T and make it a must, you'll never get there. Discipline is the key. Discipline is freedom. If you're disciplined on thinking right every day like Brett does and does breath work and journal and baking his brain every single day, that really is the first step. 
But to answer your question, Brett, discipline will show up everywhere in your life. It's not random. Once you taste it like 75 hard, like money, like positive thoughts, how you treat yourself, that's discipline. Are you going to treat yourself nice every day? Even when you screw up, you got to have the discipline and, and, and read books. There's so many books on discipline. Just pick one. If you don't reach out share, to me. Share a few books with the listeners because you've, you've, you've crushed so many this year. In the yeah. last couple of years, you've read so many books. One that really stands out, and there's a lot, um, and I definitely can add to this. Um, Darren Hardy is the, is the author, and it's called The Compound Effect. And it just talks about how one habit or one bad habit compounded on itself can change your life for the good or the bad. And that's the people you hang out with, the discussions that you have. Um, those are so important. But there's so many books like uh, David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me. There's obviously Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's a book, a financial book. That The, the mindset behind that book, I've read it no less than 60 times. But that's only one circle. And I'm glad when Brett said just touch lightly on the finance part. Because that's not everything in life. That's not fulfillment. You can have a billion dollars in the bank and be a miserable human being. And I've seen it. That's not fulfilled. Fulfilled is growing and giving. And I truly believe that. Um, You read The Gap in the Game. The Gap in the Game. What a great book. In fact, I've got a whole notebook on that. So, And let me stop there too. So when you guys are reading, I highly recommend that you take notes on what you're reading so you can capture it and go back and, and bake it back in your brain and you can do affirmations and you can record yourself and just listen to that instead of listening to the stupid news, bake your brain with good stuff so you can become better because the, the winds of change, the, the seasons are going to change. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't stop it for 6,300 years. The sun rises and it sets. You can't control that but you can control your mind, body, and emotions. So I want to, I want to bring this full circle a little bit talking about purpose and values. You guys have got a little bit of a taste of JJ purpose and you know, his values. He highlighted several. I wrote down some of them quickly, uh, discipline and focus, uh, learning, constantly learning, being uncomfortable, your commitment. When you commit to something, man, you go all in giving back and I circled giving, um, and having fun. But when I think about you, it would be hard to leave this without talking about how big you dream because you may package it into obtainable, you know, all these goals and steps, but you've always been somebody that you will dream so big that people look at you cross-eyed. Yes. Because the way you live your life is very disciplined and focused. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's this step-by-step plan of action and you stick, stay the course and you're very committed. What they don't often understand is how bold and how big you dream. Yes. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, we, you finished that life mastery class and while you're in that life mastery class, thinking about all those things that you and Heather were going to do and create and it's bold and it's ferocious but you're not scared. You like, no. you, you have an attitude of, I have nothing to lose. Well, and, and you know, let's talk about life mastery. And if people don't know what this is, um, we talk about RAS, R-A-S, reticular activating system. 
And let me make it very just simple for anybody. If you're looking for a new Lexus and it's got to be red with the brown interior, all of a sudden you start seeing that car out there everywhere because your mind focuses and it's hypersensitive on looking for things like that. So what Brett was talking about, I have these huge, amazing dreams that will come true. Keyword is will. Um, as, as you journal that, as you focus on it and you reread it every single day, it's amazing what comes into your life. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a person. Maybe it's a movie that you're watching or a video or a podcast or whatever comes up. It's amazing what comes into your life when you really focus on it. You can't just go to Life Mastery, write it down once, and then you're done and never look at it again. It won't show up. But if you're truly focused on it, no different than the story I told you about paying stuff off. I thought about it obsessively every freaking day, seven days a week, probably 50 times a day. And that's what I'm focused on right now. You want to hear what these dreams are? They're the same yeah. as life mastery. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's all so, about the synchronicity. Yes. Yeah. And so here, here's my big dreams. And this one, and it's in order. I want to tell you right now. Number one, be kind to myself and to others. And some people will be like, that, is that your dream? It's, it's, it's huge. Do you think? Be kind to yourself and others. Have four 100-unit apartment buildings in four different states. Have a hotel and convention center that I own outright that Building Utah Youth can use for training classes any freaking time they want. Have a house in Phoenix or St. George with a plane. Those are, those are my big dreams. And obviously to help my mother, help my family, help my daughter and give back bigger than I've ever done. Cause I don't need all the money. The $347 million check on my desk. I, I just freaking think about that all the time, not because of my personal gain, but what I can do to kids and how I could give back, you know? So those are my big dreams. Those are the things that I can make an impact on. And a lot of people will be like, oh my God, that you'll never get that. Well, that's your opinion. Look where I started. I started with if you, nothing. If you say that about, if somebody says that about you, JJ, they just don't know you. So my dad said that one time, you'll never make the kind of money I make. That was the biggest, best thing he ever told me. I 10 times that. I won't say the number, but that was a challenge. And I think, you know, in your life, be challenged. You know, I also want to, I want to be fitter than I've ever been. So, but I, you know, not to get too far, you know, let's get to the end of this, but I, I thank this group. I thank you, Brett. I thank you, Jeff Mason, everybody in here. Everybody has made me a better person. And I, I challenge anybody listening, reevaluate who you're hanging out with. And sometimes the best friends are zero friends if they're taking you down the wrong path. And if you truly want to get serious, because life is serious, you don't want to go down the wrong path and God forbid be dead or in prison or just do something that's going to totally change your life. Change it right now. The Upside of Fear by um, Weldon Long. That was another great book. That guy put a shotgun to a guy's head, never pulled the trigger, but he turned his life around. Successful salesman, business owner, has a house in Maui and a HVAC business in Colorado Springs. Such a good book. And you can change your life at any moment, either direction. So be careful what you think. Be careful who you hang out with. 
And remember to be kind to yourself first and build yourself up. Don't tear yourself down. And, and one last thing, I just, if everybody could put their hand on their heart, everybody in here is putting their hand on their heart, by the way, and repeat after me. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And God loves me. Yes, he does. God loves, God loves me. me. And that's it. Well, JJ, thank you so much for being here, pal. And thank you for continuing to show up, step up, inspire, motivate, push all of us every day. It's never, it's never, oh, it's JJ. It's like, oh, it's JJ. Uh oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank it's the you. Best day, day ever. ever. Yes. That's all. Respect, integrity, passion, personal power, leadership, enthusiasm. This has been the Empowering Youth Podcast from Building Utah Youth. To become part of the 3%, visit Building Utah Youth on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or on our website at buildingutahyouth.org.